0: This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Okay, Rabotai, we are in middle of the nine days. And as we are in middle of the nine days, we have to have on our mind what we're missing. And one of the ways to evoke emotion, passion, and meaning to what we're missing, is longing for eventually a different type of world as biat Mashiach. That Mashiach will come and be mitgali. However, I wanted to speak about a few minutes about an interesting topic, about how Mashiach exactly is going to reveal himself. How is Mashiach going to reveal himself? So we all know that Eliyahu and navi is going to come and he's going to announce the Mashiach. There's a few difficult questions with that. Let's start with the following. There's a Gemara in Masyakhet Eruvin. Dafmem Gimel that says the following. If somebody makes a vow and he says, I'm going to be a, a Nazir the day that Davi, Ben David ba, the day that Mashiach is going to come. So I wanna, I'm going to be a Nazir the day that Ben David is going to come. The Gemara says he's allowed to drink wine on Shabbat and Yom Tov. He's a lot to drink on Shabbat and Yom Tov because every day that Mashiach could come is only on a regular weekday. But on Shabbat and Yom Tov, Mashiach can come. Why? The Gemara says because Eliyahu Navi has to come. Now in order for Eliyahu Navi to come, he has to cross boundaries. Crossing boundaries violates the prohibition of Tchumin. Tchumin is going more than 2,000 amot in outside of the city. And since the Gemara says Eliyahu Navi, like it says in the pasuk in Malachi, Hine Anochi Sholech Lachemet Eliyahu and Navi l'vn Bo a Yom Hagadol l'vn Bo lifne Yom Hashem Hagadol and Eliyahu Navi can't travel on Shabbat, therefore, if he didn't come already erev Shabbat, that means he's not coming. The Gemara goes back and forth, but that's what the Gemara says that Eliyahu Navi cannot come on Shabbat, and therefore, if somebody says he's a nazir. Then he could eat. He could drink wine the day of, of Ben David coming. He could drink wine on Shabbat because on Shabbat Eliyahu Navi is not coming. If he didn't come yet, you see from the Gemara clearly that Eliyahu Navi has to come beforehand in order for Mashiach to come. That's what it seems to to, to say in the Gemara. This was very interesting. About Mashiach, how do, how do we know? First of all, who's Eliyahu Navi? If you go down Pico Boulevard, I assure you, there is going to be a lot of people coming and tell you they're the Mashiach and they're Eliyahu Navi. Happened to me many many times. People coming to me and tell me, "Hey, I'm the Messiah. I'm, I'm Elijah. I'm Eliyahu Navi." So, how do you know if he's Eliyahu Navi or not? So, how do you know? So, so you know, there's a, there's a story. If any little child learns Bava Mitziah, they know that, that there's a question, the first question in the Gemara, in the second chapter of Bava Mitziah is if you find fruits that are scattered within four amot. It's called Kav Be'arba Amot. So the Gemara says that Kav Be'arba Amot, whether it's called a Siman, whether it's called enough of a, a sign that you could announce if you found these fruits. So the Gemara says, what happens if it's two, two, uh, two amot and half a Kav? What would be the halacha then? The Gemara says teiku. Teiku means checkmate. We don't know. And everybody knows that it, our tradition is, it stands for tishbi yashev kushotu bayot. So you know by the great ra- uh, rabbis, had crazy people that they, they come to them because they, sometimes they have issues and they come and they start yelling at the rabbis or they start to ask them questions. So Rav Steinman, Zecher Tzadik Livracha, had by him somebody who once came to me says, I'm Elia Navi, Rabbi. I'm Elia Navi. Okay, what are you say? So Rav Steinman was very excited. He said, "Great! Can you tell me what's the halacha by uh, uh, by chetzikav uh, Amot? Uh, which is take when the Gemara?" The guy didn't know, so he left. He left a little bit embarrassed, and I, maybe he got better. But uh, but but the answer. So the, the answer is is that Eliyahu and Navi will be able to give such wisdom that we'll know that it's him. We'll know that it's him, which leads us to a question: Why is it that? Whenever these great tzaddikim that were throughout the generations actually learned with Eliyahu and Avi, there's many traditions that way that they learned with Eliyahu and Navi, why didn't they ask him all the questions that he could resolve for them? That's written, Teiku. Why didn't they ask him all those all those questions? So maybe he told them, I don't want to tell you. That's one thing. But I saw it written in a beautiful sefer, Shariam Bigdash via Korbanot from Rav Chesner. He lives in Ufakim. He writes the following, that the Hatam Sofer writes in Chelig Vav Siman that Eliyahu navi what does that mean Eliyahu navi never died? Eliyahu navi never died, says the Khatam Sofed, means that his body always remained in the ground. Eliyahu navis body didn't ascend. But what it means is that his nishama went up to the Malachi Hasharet, but it didn't go up to the highest, highest, highest level. It went up where the Malachim are. It went up with the malachimar, which means sometimes he could come down. But when he comes down by the Brit Milah, and by other times, that's just like a malach. If a malach tells you a halacha, you don't have to listen to the halacha. Torah loobashamaim. He, the Torah's over here. But when Mashiach, when Eliyahu Navi is going to come to, uh, to, uh, to, to be Mivaser the Geulah, he's going to come down in his body once again. He comes down in his body, he's going to be a great Chacham, and he's going to teach us Torah, and whatever he says, we're going to have to accept, because now he's in a form of a body. That's, that's, that's what he, he explains based on the Khaddam Sofer. But you should know the tradition of Eliyahu and Navi coming before, announcing the Mashiach is a long-standing tradition. There was a great uh, uh, Moroccan rabbi called Rav Yaakov Sasportas, who he's known the most for fighting against Shaptai Tzvi. He lived in that era, and he wrote a sefer called Shelot Uchvod o'ale Yaakov, and uh, and and he writes especially a whole a whole kuntras in the back called Tzitzat Novel Tzvi, which means that it's like the the withering the withering uh, uh, the withering flower of Tzvi, which was he was as, he was proving that Shabtai Tzvi was the false Messiah. And his one of his proofs that he brings that that that, that he couldn't have been the Mashiach is because Eliyahu Navi didn't come beforehand. So Eliyahu Navi didn't come beforehand. Obviously, he can't be the real Mashiach. And the Ma'aral also explains in his Haggadah that this is why why um, why we open up the door he, uh, to, for Eliyahu Navi at the end of the at, the at the end of the Seder of the Haggadah. And the reason is is in order to strengthen to us that. Only when Eliyahu Navi is going to come, that's when Mashiach is going to be here. So that is the tradition that Eliyahu Navi comes before Mashiach. The problem is, is that in the Rambam, it doesn't seem to say that. The Rambam writes, in the end of Yilchot Melachim, Perek Yud Alif, uh, perek, I'm sorry, Perek yud Bet, Halacha Bet, the following, Amru Chachamim, Chachamim say, En ben olam azeh Mashiach, elashibut malchiyot bilvad. The only difference between this world and the next world, uh, in other words, this world and the world of Mashiach, is that we're not going to be subject subjected to, uh, to all the different rulerships. And he, he's gonna go, he goes further, I'm going to skip, he says. However, we don't really know how it's going to look when Mashiach comes. And therefore, don't waste your time speaking about it, about, about how, how it's, everything's going to look when Mashiach is going to come. Because you should have to wait for the Mashiach. That's one thing. But not speaking about, about how it's going to look, because nobody really knows, says the Rambam. And he says like this, V'yesh v'na chachamim, Some say, She'omrim, She'kodem b'yat Mashiach, Yavu That before Mashiach, Z'liyo is going to come. V'chol elu advarim, V'kotsu b'hem, Lo yedah adam ech shiyu, At Nobody's going to know until it happens. So the Rambam's going against the Gemara. The Rambam says, Some chachamim say, that Elio is going to come before. That means some say not that way and then it's not conclusive. But the Gemara seems to be very conclusive. So all of the commentaries ask on the, on the Rambam, how could it be that he said in a, in a, in a, in a way that's not clear uh, cut that, that Elio is going to come before Mashiach. They're very different answers. For example, the Chida in the Sefer Eruvin says, well, the Gemara said that at the beginning but the Gemara didn't, didn't follow that at the end. But most explain the Rambam in the following way. This is a very important principle because it, it, it answers a lot of questions. Answers a lot of questions. Let me tell you another question that the, that the Holy Gaon, revel Elchanan Vaserman, he was killed by the, uh, by, by, the, by the Lithuanians in the Holocaust. And the Holy Tzaddik, uh, revel Elchanan Vaserman, a Talmid of, of, um, of the Havitz Chaim, writes, he has a question in, in Kobetz Shi'urim. He asks a little bit different. Kobetz Shi'urim He says, Why is it, that Eliyahu Navi can't come on Shabbat because he can't violate the prohibition of Tchumin. But once Eliyahu Navi is going to come, he's going to save a lot of people that are in trouble, a lot of people that are captured by Goyim, that are about to be killed. So that's Pikuach Nefesh. So why shouldn't he be able to come because of Pikuach Nefesh? (laughs) That's another question that he has. So he says like this. So to answer all these questions, we have to say a very important principle, and this is used many, many different times. There are two times when Mashiach could come. There's the time of Be'ita and then there's the time of Achishena. The time of Be'ita means at the right time, Beit, at the right time when Mashiach is going to come. It's supposed to come after all of the Nitzotzot are are rectified for, uh, because Adam Arishon uh, um, made the Nitzotzot fall, and we, we we're spending six thousand years just rectifying whatever whatever was mitkalkel. So. At that time, whenever the tikkun is finally done, we're a few hundred years away, Mashiach is going to come. That's Be'ita. We hope that it comes already, the nitzotzot are, are finishing up already, and now is already the time for it to come, no matter what. That time is called Be'ita, and that can happen either in Nisan or in Tishrei. Right? Ben Nisan, in uh, Nigalu, uh, Ben uh, Nisan atidin Ligael, and the same thing, Tishra. That's a, that's a, a time where it's very, Probable the Mashiach will come because it's a time of Be'ita. That time Eliyahu and Navi comes beforehand. It's all prepared. Eliyahu and Navi announces, and bam, Mashiach comes. And Mashiach might not come right away, but there's going to be an announcement of Eliyahu and Navi. And then Mashiach might come a little bit, a little bit later. Which is why, according to that answers of Al Vasirman's question, that it could be that there's not, it's not going to save everyone right away. It's not like the Mashiach bang is going to come right away. That's going to be a little bit of a slow process. But Eliyahu and Navi is going to come. And he can't come on Shabbat. So therefore, that person for sure can't, uh, uh, could have wine because if he didn't come yet, so then the Mashiach is not coming because of Be'ita. However, there's another time called Achishena that we could bring it. There's always these special times in history that we were able to bring the Mashiach. I said the story yesterday of the famous Ger, Avram ben Arambam. If you're ever in the city of Vilna, you could go visit in the cemetery there. There's a, there's a tombstone of Avram ben Avram. I don't know if you know the story. Avram ben Avram Came from a a Polish nobleman's very very rich family. They were so rich that they owned 999 properties all over Poland. And the reason why they didn't they didn't own a thousand is because it would be it wouldn't be enough honor for them. So they say hey, they own a thousand properties, but like this, if they, they own 999 properties. It was like, ah, it's more kavod. That's how rich they were. So, but but. This their son, Graf Potitski, he he was he, he started learning and he started seeing that well all this stuff doesn't make sense. He found a Jew who didn't want to teach him, he says, I'm gonna get in trouble, I'm gonna teach this Polish nobleman. Eventually he taught him, eventually he became a Ger, and eventually he, he was quiet living in, in, in some Shtetl, learning Torah all day. Until one day a, l- a little boy was making a lot of noise in synagogue, they didn't have children's programs, and he took him and he told him, he told them, he he told them, Listen. You better get out of here! It's uh, it's it's Hashem, uh, and he kicked him out of the synagogue. The little boy's father got all upset. Wow, what is he doing? He found out that this is really in disguise. This is really Graf uh, Potitsky, which if he would have found out, the authorities would have killed him. Imagine a Polish nobleman uh, um, converting to Judaism. He he they, they they he gave him over to the government, and they put Avram ben Avram the Ger in the in jail. The Gaon Mivilna visited the Avram ben Avram, and he told him, with practical Kabbalah, I could take you out of jail, and you don't have to stay here. He says, no, I want to dial to Kiddush Hashem, and please tell me the bracha, that I have to say, in order to be Mekadash Shem Shemay. They burned him to the stake. There is two very important factors, that we have to know, because of this, of this story. Number one, is that if there would have been ten people there to answer Amen, Mashiach would have came on the spot. That's one tradition we have. Number two, is that because of that tremendous Kiddush Hashem that happened on that day, there was a lessening of the power of Tuma'ah in the world. So much so that Rav Yosef in one of his Teshuvot Yabia Omer, says that he has a question whether a bakery that has Jewish workers, that they don't wash their hands before they touch food and the food becomes... The, uh, contaminated from tuma, could you buy from that food and one of his reasonings that you'd be allowed is because the Tuma became weaker ever since Avram ben Avram was killed al-pikidu shashem that's the tradition that we have so it's even used according to Halacha so that just we, we, we digressed is an example of, of Tuma in the world that, that, that um, I'm sorry that, that Mashiach is able to come at any given moment. That time of Achishena, Eliyahu Navi doesn't come beforehand. Eliyahu Navi, but he, he could come. So so the Gemara was talking about when it's coming Be'ita. But Achishena, it could come at any time, and that the Rambam is saying that it could come even if Eliyahu doesn't come. So that's what, those are two separate times. And that's why also it might be because of Pikuach Nefesh, you'd be able to, uh, 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 Eliyahu Navi, he, he might not deliver everything. It might be a slow process, and therefore there's no heter of pikuach nefesh. So, how are we going to know that it's going to be really Eliyahu and Navi? With this, I'm going to end. How do we know that when Eliyahu is going to come, it's going to be really him? There's three answers. One answer is that the beta migdash is going to come down, mina shamayim. Another answer is. <clears throat> another answer is that. When you see Mashiach, you'll know it's really him. There's a story that Rav Ulbis says that there was this Italian king, a very important king, and he tells one of the hachamim, how, it says that I'm going to have to give my crown to Mashiach, but who says that I'm going to want to do that? And if I don't want to do that, what's going to happen? So Rav Ulbis told him, if you're not going to want to do that, that's a sign, my majesty, that he's not really the Mashiach. So when the Mashiach comes, you, you're, we're going to know it's him. When the is going to come, we're also going to know it's him. It's not going to be questions. We're going to know who. It, it, we're going to know clearly that it's him. That's the power of Mashiach. So that's the answer. That that or the or the the is going to or is going to come down, or we're going to know for sure that it's him, or it's going to be or it's going to be another answer that. <clears throat> that I'm not going to get to the, the third answer right now, but those two answers will will we'll be left with. Okay, Rabutai, So that's how we're going to know it's going to be Eliyahu Navi. So we have to wait every single day just to wrap it up for Mashiach to come for Eliyahu Navi to announce before Mashiach. And how Eliyahu is going to come? The Gemara says he's going to come beforehand, but the Rambam says not that way. And we explain that even though the Rambam says not that way, it could be because there's two re, there's two times. There's the times of Achishena, and that there's the times of Be'ita and all all of this is written in the Sefer Sharia via from Rav Chesner Hazaku